Hey guys, we're back. Back with another episode of Compassionate Viking Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Stanaway. And today I have a guest, Neil. Um, uh, he's a coworker that I have. And he's here to do a podcast. And it's going to be fucking epic. So typically, I do my herbs at the beginning. And I do that before my guests are here or after. And then just edit it in. But today, Neil uh, requested that I do it with him. So... We're going to get on to that. <clears throat> Today's herb is, uh, it's mullen, actually, which, isn't that your last name? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, it is, right? Um, ironic. Yeah, ironic. It's probably just another one of those coincidences, huh, <laughs> yeah. that we talk about all the time. Um, I also want to update you guys with my new logo. My, I got the Compassionate Viking logo vectored and paid for. It's all done. So hopefully with this podcast episode, it won't be an old fucking picture of me swinging a hammer and it will be the actual logo of the podcast. So that's pretty, pretty epic too. Um, another, another little piece of information or update on the podcast is I'm in the works with a sponsor. It's being pursued between both of us right now and hopefully within the next two to three episodes, I will be um, sponsoring their company as well. So that's something to look forward to. All right. So Mullen is the herb and I actually don't know much about Mullen, but through jujitsu, I have met, um, another family who has taught me a ton about homesteading. They're the ones who taught me about how to raise chickens and butcher them and, can't taught Vanessa how to do canning and preserving and uh, they've just really taught me a lot of stuff which I'm very grateful for and one of the herbs they have taught me about is mullein and they bought a piece of property out in Idaho and had a bunch of wild mullein uh, growing on their property they asked Vanessa and I if we wanted to um, have some and start growing some here. So they transplanted some, brought us back, and I think there's a few that made it. So hopefully, hopefully this spring they won't be fucking dead and they'll be they'll be growing. Um, one weird thing is that I've never seen mullen grow anywhere on my property, but there's randomly a pretty big plant that just appeared that I didn't plant. That I don't fucking know how got there, and it's uh, it's really bizarre. Which I don't know. Is it like the mullen plant? Yeah, oh. it, it's that plant. But it would be like the reason why it's so fucking weird to me is you didn't put it there. No, and and so if I'm I'm outside every single day, and so if you're in your backyard every single day, and all of a sudden a fucking banana tree or coconut <laughs> tree appears in the middle of your backyard. Is that going to be weird to you? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean is like, there is a mullen plant that has just appeared and I've never seen it before. It doesn't match any of, I don't fucking know. Okay. So, uh, with that being said, I'm going to pull out my lost. Let me get it right. I think I've been saying it wrong. It's the lost book of herbal remedies. By Nicole Apellian, who is a PhD, and Claude, Claude Davis says the healing power of plant medicine. 
Molin is the English name. The Latin name is Verbascum thapsis. It says Molin belongs to the, I don't even know how to say that word, family. Uh, the Snapdragon family. It is most commonly known as Great Molin or Common Molin. Its other names include Flannel Plant, Aaron's Rod, Hag Taper, Torches, and Velvet Plant. Mullen is a widely distributed plant in North America and is exceedingly abundant as a naturalized weed in the eastern states. It grows in meadows by roadsides and on waste ground, especially on gravel, sand, or chalky soil. This plant grows in a vast range of habitats but prefers disturbed ground. Mullen is widely used for herbal remedies with well-established emollient and astringent properties. This plant has also been used to make dyes and torches and is a lovely bush toilet paper. So one of the things that I noticed about the mullein, because I had never seen it before, is the leaves are humongous, like a giant, and they're really, really soft, like velvet. They have like the... Hence the good toilet paper. Yeah. And, and probably good for your asshole, too. <laughs> well, probably a lot better than the bleached chemicals we're wiping our assholes with, you know? <laughs> mm. Okay. So I don't really go into the identification because, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of a waste of time. Metal, uh, I do go in the metal, or medicinal use, though. It says the leaves and the flowers of mullein are anti-inflammatory, antiseptic, antispas, antispasmody, astringent, de, demulcent, diuretic, emollient, expectorant, anodyne, which is pain-killing, and vulnerary, which is wound-healing. says, I make an effective bronchitis tincture using mullein, lungwort lichen, and yerba sante, for both symptomatic treatment and as a curative. It says it works for bronchitis, emphysema, laryngitis, tracheitis, asthma, and tuberculo tuberculosis. Um, it says it works good for skin wounds, snake bites, ulcers, tumors, and hemorrhoids. It works good for earaches and ear infections. It works good for sunburn and inflammatory skin conditions. Says mullein is anti-inflammatory, which helps it to calm inflammatory skin conditions, especially those of the mucous membrane. For this purpose, I use a few drops of mullein-infused oil applied directly to the infected area. The oil is an antibacterial, which uh, prevents infection and speeds healing. And she often pairs St. John wort with mullein for sunburns. It works good with warts says powdered mullein roots rubbed into warts helps kill the virus to the roots and remove the wart. Um, cramps and muscle spasms. For that, it says try an internal mullein infusion. Gastrointestinal issues. And then harvesting. It says mullein leaves are best harvested during the second year when the plant is growing in a stalk. Harvest when the flowers are in bloom. Usually between July and September, the flowers can be used either fresh or dried, although I prefer using them fresh when I can, to dry, bundle the leaves, and hang them upside down to dry. Um, warning. Do not use mullein if you are pregnant or breastfeeding. In some people, it can cause skin irritations, stomach pain, and breathing difficulties. 
These are allergic reactions to discontinue use if these symptoms occur. So, mullein uh, can be used for a lot of things. It grows like a fucking weed. It grows in shitty-ass ground. It grows pretty big, and I don't see why you shouldn't just put some in wherever. Uh, also, maybe we should make some toilet paper in case the shit hits the fan. <laughs> so, I uh, hope you guys like that Herb of the Week. We'll be back next week with another one. And in the meantime, me and Neil are going to crush a podcast together. So let's do it. All right. I'm here with Neil Mullen. And uh, he likes the herb. And immediately after we got done talking about the herb, he brought something up. And I said, hey, hold that thought. We got to record this. So what was that thought? Yeah, it was just the thought of it, it amazes me, you know, when you look at mankind and how long we've been on the planet for that uh you know for thousands of years plant medicine herbal medicine was the root of all medicine basically yeah and uh it wasn't until i don't know probably the turn of the 18th and the night or i don't know i always get fucked up on the 18th century i think is the yeah. 1900s yeah or vice versa whatever yeah but until like the rockefellers and everybody got involved with with medicine and seeing how their petroleum products basically could kind of get infused into all that shit that, that it, they changed yeah. how medicine is made. Yeah. And then they gave basically, you know, I mean, like I see a naturopath myself, but all that kind of uh, plant-based medicine, herbal medicine kind of gets thrown on the back burner. Like it's a joke. Like you can't, you know, you don't really want here's the new medicine. Here's the new shit that's going to make you better. Don't worry about the stuff that's, that's worked for thousands of years. We got this new pill for you to fucking take over and that's going to get you to the next level that you want to be at. Yeah. So they say, yeah, right. Exactly. Because now that I know about all that shit, my thought is like, why are you trying to reinvent the wheel? You know, if, if for thousands of years, we've been using X, Y, and Z and they've never fucking gone wrong. Yeah. But now you want to change it. So when the guy comes out and says, Hey, we're not making fucking round tires anymore. I got triangle tires. <laughs> they, they work better for grip. It's like, <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll use the triangle tires and then, and it fucks every part of your car up. Yeah. But sure. It might've gave you more grip. It's kind of like the same, the same thing. I mean, when I look through these books and when I listen to the podcasts I listen to and hear about the things that like, uh, to be honest, a lot of third world country people are still using today. Absolutely. Um, it's Absolutely. like, why, why is it so either? It's not even that it's not talked about. It's almost fucking taboo. Yeah. It's forbidden. Right. Yeah. I mean, you have like a ban on certain things. Yeah. I brought up in my last podcast about when Talon had whooping cough when he was little and all the doctors want me to do whatever they want me to do, whether it's vaccinate or take their fucking Z pack of antibiotics or whatever it is. And then I, I do the other, I do the alternative route where I'm going to use essentially colloidal silver and eucalyptus in raw vitamin C and people are pretty much calling me a fucking baby killer that I'm killing my children. I remember I remember being told that Talon was the reason kids got fucking 
what was it, measles in Disneyland back in like 2013 or whatever it was. And I'm like, I don't understand. For one, we've never even been to Disneyland. So I don't see how he could be giving these people. And on top of that, Talon doesn't have measles. So how did he give anyone measles? Right. And third, my grandparents say, or my grandmas say that they fucking all had measles when they were kids and it was just like chicken pox. And they don't understand what everyone's like tripping out so about. Afraid about. They're like, no, you just get sick for a few days and get chicken it. noodle soup and watch TV and yeah. and then on you go with your life. And sure, maybe there is some people that died. There's some people that fucking died drinking water earlier today. Yeah. You know? I mean, being alive on the planet is there's risk to breathing. You can't just nerf every single fucking edge. Everywhere. No. You know? So, yeah, that that's kind of weird. Well, it's all kind of a broader agenda where they're sort of painting. They paint, you know, it's, I don't know. It's not, they don't ever tell a, a story. They tell the story. Yeah. And, and they're trying to. I don't know if it's not victimized, but it, it's, they're trying, they're trying to push. It's a scare tactic. And then they're, they're trying to make what, like you said, back in the day, even in my day, back in the day, cause I'm 56, getting everybody, getting the kids together on the block to all get chicken pox, to get, get through it, get over it, get your immune system built up, which is what it is yeah. and get over, you know, get beyond it. And, and that was what you did, yeah. you know? And, and nowadays it's like you, you have to hide in the bunker somewhere because you don't ever want to expose your children to, to anything that, that they really need to be exposed to in order to build a healthy immune system to be in the, in the world because the world is full of viruses and bacteria. I mean, it, it, it's just, it's crazy what they're doing. It is. It is. And as you're sitting there talking about <clears throat> all of that, I'm thinking here's two sheet metal workers talking about health and immunity, right? <laughs> yeah. As if we, as if, as if we know. And the thing is like, but we do. Yeah, we do. I'm not saying that I like, I'm not a doctor, but I do understand that I was given an immune system and its job is to fight off infections and viruses and bacteria and disease. Yeah. And I look at it like, okay, if its job is essentially war, right? Its job is to kill things. So called the bad guys, right? So wouldn't you want your fucking warriors to be the, the top notch fucking warriors? And how would you do that? Well, I go to jujitsu, and although it's not UFC, it's still a form of combat. Yeah. And if anyone wants to disagree with me, you can meet me at the gym. I'll give you the address, and we can roll together. And then when we're done, I'll ask you if that felt like it was not combat or if it was combat. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying is, is that I know for, as a warrior, in order to become a better warrior, you have to simulate war. Or do the real thing and really go to war. Right. That's the only way. You can learn all the skills you want, but it's the real time doing it that actually like solidifies the skill level. Right? Yeah. So I look at it with us and with my children is how do I get their warriors of their immune system skilled? 
well, they got to they got to be exposed to fucking bad, the the bad shit. And then there's times where they get they get beat up pretty bad. I've seen them I've seen them be laid up. But I also know that they're good, healthy, working human beings and that although they're losing the battle, they will win the war. Yeah. And they do. And then when they get better from that, anything less serious than what they just had never stands a chance. It's always going up. Yeah. Unless yeah. unless you do things to make it go down, right? Now that the kids are 10, 11, and 8, they're hardly ever fucking sick. Sometimes the boys get more sick than Tinsley, but that's because they have to go off to their other parents' house. And they're around different things, and their environment's different, and the way that they treat things are different, and the foods they eat are different. So we have to accept that. And then when I bring them back, I just give them herbal remedies to try and help stimulate their immune system. The same way, like, I want to eat healthy, clean food and have lots of water and protein shake and rest to help boost my warrior capabilities, right? Yep. And I really look at it just like that. It's fucking, it's simple. You, you got to have them spar. You got to have them do the real thing. And you got to be feeding them good shit so that they continue to grow. And, and that doesn't mean that they're never going to get sick. Because I've had that I've had that thrown my way before of, oh, your kids are sick. I thought you don't vaccinate. And I'm like, just because I said I didn't vaccinate the kids doesn't mean that I said they'd never get sick. Yeah. I'm saying that, to be honest, I believe that sickness up to a point is actually good. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And if you think I'm crazy for saying that, that's okay. But f- from what I've seen firsthand, uh, a strong immune system is one that's um, constantly out in the environment and getting new shit. For instance, here at this house, we've been sick less than we ever have. And I was just telling Vanessa, I said, that's because we live on the farm. There's shit everywhere. There's animals everywhere. There's plants anywhere. There's tons of oxygen everywhere. We're constantly around so much bacteria and viruses that we all work together. None of us are getting sick and none of the animals are sick either. Yeah. So what the fuck? I thought you have to eat eat hand sanitizer (laughs) and fucking, you know, drink bleach and live in a bubble for you not to get sick. It's like, no, that's not true. Those are the ones getting more sick, right? If you try and sterilize your fucking environment and you live in that for however long. Yeah, you're doing yourself a disservice. You are because then that's not how life is. So when you go into the real world and it's not sterile, you've suppressed your immune system. You've pretty much taken them from being warriors and now you fed them, you know, hot Cheetos and Netflix again on the couch. Yeah. And then you brought them back into the war and they got fucking mauled. Yeah. I think, you know, it's growing up, being young from whatever, being zero, right out of birth to as you're growing up as a child, I think that it's prepping, you know, the the immune system as you go through and and you get chicken pox or you get measles or whatever the fuck, the flu and everything else is out there under the sun. Your body needs to be exposed to that as a child and into, you know, young adulthood and even, you know, in today's matter, you know, you're in your 30s. 
in order for your immune system to, to get the, the muscle memory and, and to be strong enough so that you can go through into your later life and be able to be somewhat healthy throughout life. Because I think if you hide in your basement, you know, like a lot of people have for the last two or three years, and you step outside of that, you're, you're having built yourself up. You know, yeah. that, that muscle memory is not there. So it's going to be easier for you to be invaded and be taken over by bad shit that's out there. So it, it, you have to be exposed to it. I don't even think those people think that there is bad shit out there. Yeah, I, don't, I know. You know well, what I mean? Other than COVID-19. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the worst, right? <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, Neil. So let's talk about who you are. Okay. Just so that the people listening have a little bit of background on who the fuck they're listening to. Okay. So you were born uh, in Canada, right? Yeah, I was just born across the border. And uh, I was born in New Westminster, which is, uh, it's just a suburb of Vancouver, basically. Yeah. And li- grew up in Surrey, which is basically on the border of Canada-U.S. border. Yeah. And uh, just lived, it was just a normal, it was almost a leave it to beaver life. I mean, it, it was just, dad was a worker, mom stayed at home, didn't phenomenal job of taking care of the three kids i've got an older sister and an older brother and uh nothing out of the ordinary like i said if you just see like average you know brady bunch type shows it's just you know this is we're talking i was born in 66 so this i really grew up in the 70s and and early 80s into my later teen years but uh nothing out of the ordinary i mean i was decent in school I always got through what I did. I was athletic. I liked basketball and baseball. Um, so there was really, it's, you know, not nothing to really mention. Yeah. But uh, I had a great childhood. Good. You know, I really did. And uh, my parents were were really good to us, all three of us. Yeah. I think they were better to me <laughs> being the baby of the family because yeah. I think by the time you get to the baby, they're kind of, they're kind of wiped out of, of the discipline so much, you know? <laughs> so I kind of was astray. I always felt like I was the black sheep. Well, I still to this day think I'm the black sheep of the three of us, but, yep. uh, you know, so I got into a little more trouble, you know, started drinking even at a young age when I was when I was 12 was when I started, it was just, it wasn't a drinking everyday thing. It wasn't like adults and stuff, but, but it was just partying. Yeah. You know? Well, fuck dude. I did that too. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Party. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I got into that anyway, getting beyond that when I, when I graduated in 1984, the economy was shit mm-hmm. and uh, there was really not a lot of jobs to be had. So I was working at a tire store. I worked in a foundry, uh, didn't really, it was nothing that I wanted to do as a career, but I just had to take a job, you know, cause I needed money. Yep. And, uh, it wasn't until about 1988 that, uh, uh, a friend of my dad's was in the sheet metal union up there in local 280 in Vancouver told me to, uh, you know, apply, get an apprenticeship cause it's a great career. And, and I did, and I got in, I had to do like a four month stint, uh, at, uh it's called the, God, I can't even remember. It's so long ago. doesn't matter. It was a school. It was like a pre-apprenticeship school. It was a four-month class in BCIT. That's what it was, British Columbia Institute of Technology. So took the four months, got out, got in the union, started at a stainless shop right away, and worked my first year um, as an apprentice in that shop. Um, while I was in that shop, 
kind of jumping ahead a little bit. I was also into, um, I had some buddies that race cars, drag race cars. Uh-huh. And uh, we were down at SIR, which was now called Pacific National Raceway, I think. Um, I met my first wife at a bar in uh, in Kent called Meeker's. It's not there anymore. Um, you know, and growing up as a child, I always we, we always vacationed down in the States. Mm-hmm. It was either Montana, Washington, uh, a little bit of California, but not much. And I told my mom at a young age, I said, I want to live down here someday. You know, yeah. I just loved it. You know, because the reason I loved it was because I, I liked that the they had way more, <laughs> a way more variety of chocolate bars, <laughs> <laughs> and their and their pop cans were twelve ounces. Ours were ten ounce cans. Oh shit! <laughs> that makes all the difference in the world, right? <laughs> but so I had an opportunity. You know, I met this woman. It wasn't an opportunity. I didn't look at it as an opportunity to, to move to the United States. But you know, that's eventually what happened. Yeah. And uh, in 1990, we moved down to Tacoma, she had already had a career um, at a big hospital down there as an NICU uh, nurse. And uh, I started, I just transferred my card from local 280 down to 66, and that's where I started my uh, self down here. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, you started working for JMI, and then we met. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember, I can't remember what started it, but something got brought up to where I was like, Oh, I need to tell you some shit. And that was some conspiracy. I don't even remember what it was. Do you? I'm not sure. No, I don't remember. I don't remember exactly it what it was. Probably was born out of the bullshit that, that we're all experiencing today with the top down pressure from COVID and stuff. Yeah. And then uh, we just started talking and over the last, what, year, year and a half? How long has it been? Yeah, it's been a year and a half. Year and a half. We just kind of formed a friendship, and it seemed like other than Joe, yeah, no one else is really on the same page with what the fuck's going on in the world. Yeah, you know? yeah, or at least that's how I felt. That's how I feel. Yeah. I was like, dude, Neil and Joe are the only people in the shop. Matt gets it. Matt gets it. He knows, but he doesn't really like to talk about it that much. Where I feel like I need to talk about it. Yeah, I need to. I have. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's just my way of dealing with it or something where it's like, I need to talk about it. And the only two people in the entire shop is Neil and Joe. And because I'm at the shop as much as I am, well, we just started fucking hitting it off and then asking questions and then listening to podcasts. Yeah. I mean, fuck, think about, we've talked about it before. How many podcasts or hours of podcasts have we listened to in the last year and a half? Yeah. Hours and hours, and then you would shoot me a podcast and say, hey, you got to listen to this. Or I'd say, hey, I, I, you know, I picked up on some here, listen to this. Yeah, it's it's the only way to learn, really. That's it. And yeah. then you go, and then you go fucking look up these websites and these yeah. pages, and you're like, dude, it, at what point is it not a fucking conspiracy anymore? Yeah. You know? Like, what has to happen for the majority of the population to believe that it's no longer accidental and coincidence and is actually intentional. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of the problem is, you know, most people take their, get their information from, you know, every, everything that has always kind of been taught to us, which is like basic news. You know, you got your, your news at five o'clock, six o'clock, seven o'clock. Well, news is 24 hour cycle now. Mm -hmm. And, and listening to that, which, 
to me is just nothing but propaganda. And then socially, you know, social media, internet stuff is, it's the same thing. It's well, all, what, what makes you think that it's propaganda? I think it's because it's a top down um, approach. You hear it from, you hear it from leaders that start a narrative and then it's just parroted. It's literally just parroted verbatim. And, and you, you get, I don't know if, I'm sure some people have seen on social media where the, they'll take a, a shitload of networks and digest them all into one. They're all saying, I mean, it's literally, you can have a, a newscast here in Seattle, Cairo News, whatever the fuck you want. And then you'll take the same CBS affiliate in Lexington, Kentucky, and they're reading the same shit word for word. Mm -hmm. So it, it is, it's propaganda. It's a narrative. It's pushed down. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't. And, and that comes from, uh, uh, what is it? Operation Mockingbird. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's it is. And I tell this to my, my grandma who lives here because me and her argue a lot about what's going on in the world. And I said, grandma, when you were a kid, the only way for you to get information was AM radio Mm-hmm. whatever two or three television stations you had. Yeah. If you could afford a television. Yep. Yeah. And the newspaper. Okay. Yeah. Now, during those times, there was, oh, I don't know. She's not that old, so it's probably before her. Let's take before her. Take my great-grandparents. There's a multitude of different uh, companies producing news press. In private and individual journalists, right? Mm-hmm. Or independent journalists, sorry. Then when Operation Mockingbird comes in, they buy up everything and then they consolidate it. And then it's all owned by maybe like five companies. Yeah. Throughout the whole country. And then now, and that's back in like the 50s or 60s or something. I think it's the 50s. But now we're in 2022 and say those five companies are now essentially all owned by, I don't know, maybe a company called like BlackRock or Vanguard. Yeah. I bet they own all of them. Yeah, no doubt. So it's like, okay, so when you have, when you have your entire current events and news and information of the world being brought to you by essentially one company disguised as a multitude of different companies, Mm -hmm. then whatever they say goes. Yeah. And you can't, you can't, you have no way to like check it or, or combat against it because if you do that, then they censor you or they, they slander you or condemn or ridicule blacklist fucking just ban you altogether And that's where it's like really hard to deal with it because if you're getting your information from one place and then you try and combat it against the people who believe it and then you're labeled or, or condemned or slandered and then they're told that you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. It's hard to ever convince them that they're being bullshitted. Yeah. And the way that I tell my grandma is like, okay, in, in, in my opinion, they're doing bad shit, okay? In her opinion, they're doing good shit. I said, but... Because she doesn't believe that they would be able to get away with doing bad shit, right? right. That's why they're not doing bad shit, is because, for one, people don't do bad shit, <laughs> and for two, uh, 
everyone would know or get away with it. I said, well, not everyone would know. I mean, the entire world's in on Santa Claus, and yep. if you go against it, you're slandered and ridiculed. Right. Go down to the lo- local Alderwood Mall, or not local Alderwood Mall, but go to your local mall yeah. and go to where Santa's at, where all the kids are getting pictured, and start telling all the kids that Santa's not fucking real. <laughs> yeah. And tell me what happens. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. You're going to get fucking stoned. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So don't tell me that the world can't be in on something, because yeah. they are. Yeah. The other thing is, is if I'm a murderer, and then I own all the press and I own the lawyers and the forensics and the prosecutors and the sh- the sheriffs and the prisons and the jails yeah, and the attorneys. Do you think that I'm going to be sentenced to death in prison? Yeah, not at all. Exactly. Yeah. But the only way that the average person can believe that that is what's going on is if they actually just started looking like yeah. go Go onto the internet and look up Operation Mockingbird. It's a real thing. Then when you read Operation Mockingbird, then start going to like your local news and pay attention to what they're saying. Because like you said, they say the same shit, whether you're in Kentucky, New York, California, Louisiana, Seattle. I mean, remember that one that they post like brought to you by Pfizer? Yeah. Or like the the high rise apartment building where everyone's like watching the same news station yeah. or different news stations, but it's like the same fucking. It's just bizarre. It's bizarre, and through propaganda, you have, I guess, a bunch of lies, because you are a, you have Canadian roots, but like American spirit. Yes, definitely. Right? I am an American citizen. I took it out in ninety nine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. But you've also, is America, well, let me ask you this. Is Canada the same as when you grew up? Canada's not at all the same as when I grew up, yeah. you know. And and it's kind of, uh, I mean, I, I don't know, people listening here have obviously heard some stories about Canada. And, and it's definitely, to me, it's a kind of a, a Petri dish of, of what the WAF, what, what they want to bring down on everybody. It, to me, it kind of starts in Canada. It kind of starts in Australia. You see the a lot more heavy-handedness up there, mm-hmm. you know, especially you, you've got the gun grabs in Canada that have been, you know, I think are ridiculous with, with handgun bans, and now they've changed it not only to that but to long rifles and there's just a whole bunch of other myriad of things that they brought down on Canada it's not the same country that that I grew up in and you know when i grew up it was it was loggers miners it was men that that did you know hunters it was all kinds of shit i mean i grew up you know in yeah in the suburbs of vancouver but there's a fuckload of rural country in canada i mean it's just it's a huge country it's bigger geographically than the united states yeah and you know, and, and they're salt of the earth people. Yeah. And it baffles me today to see how it's transformed. You know, and again, we're just getting the information through mainstream media and shit like that. Everything else is censored, you know, yeah. and, and you do get stuff trickling through on the internet and stuff through throughout certain podcasts and certain people, however long that lasts. But, you know, it, it's not the same country. It's not, not yeah. at all. Yeah. So, and you, you, you're kind of pointing the finger at the WF for that? Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, that's where I would agree. To me, it all starts. Right. Starts and And for for those who don't know, the WEF is the World Economic Forum. And like I've been saying, the World Economic Forum has an agenda for humanity called the Great Reset, Build Back Better, New World Order, Agenda 2030, uh, the Fourth Industrial Revolution. It goes by all these different names. But it's all the same. It's It all falls under the same category where, I guess, if you like freedom and you like to be able to do what you want to do and you believe that, you know, honor and integrity and hard work should, you should reap rewards for that, then really you should look into what these... World Economic Forum, United Nations, uh, Council on Foreign Relations, and the World Health Organization, what they're, what these agendas are and what they consist of. Would you agree? Yeah. And I, I, and the thing is, too, Tyler, is you, you talk about these people and you can look them up, and the fact of the matter is, is it's, not, it's not us that's making up some kind of fucking verbiage or stories about what they say. You can... You can look them up, and it's their fucking words. Yeah, you know, it's not us making up stuff or 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 trying to digest what they're saying and then and then saying what we think they're saying. Uh-huh. They're actually fucking saying it. I know. Like you'll own nothing and yes. be happy. Yes. isn't something that I made up. No, that that's a lip. That's like their the World Economic Forum's mantra. Yeah. is that yeah. you'll own nothing and be happy. And you got a, you're a useful idiot. Yeah. You're fucking livestock. Yeah. It's like, these are their words, yeah. not mine. Yeah. This is something that I've talked about with a lot of people where it's like, it's not like I lay in bed and came up with this. I couldn't come up with this. I would never want to come up with this. Yeah. I, I'm just reading what these people who you say don't exist, whether it's the Illuminati or Freemasons or the Jesuits or the Zionists or black nobility, all these different families or people. Oh, they fucking absolutely exist. And it's all of them. It's not just one. And they've existed for fucking centuries. Forever. Yeah. Forever. And they, now they've just infiltrated because they've been doing it. Like when you hear a cult, that's like another taboo word when really it just means hidden. Mm-hmm. right like that's it hidden or conspiracy it just means like where two people are getting together to conspire of something well they are are both of those yeah they absolutely are are both of those things they're doing things hidden like secretly yeah behind the scenes so that we don't know about it but they they because of their like i don't know religion or whatever they do they have to do the the residual magic or whatever, where they have to tell us. Yes. So they do it like where it's hidden in plain sight and only the ones who are aware of it can see it. Cause I can see it fucking everywhere. I see shit everywhere of symbolism and, and their little, like it's like a game, you know, it's in Disney movies, it's in television shows, it's in, it's in, you know, on logos of certain brands and they have to, they'll, they'll tell you what they're going to do. And that was one of the things that we talked about like a year ago was the consent, right? We are, give, us as a population is giving them consent to essentially do whatever they want. 
because they tell us what they're going to do. And then we don't fucking do anything about it. Yeah. And just because we don't like it doesn't mean that doesn't mean that we didn't give them consent. If I say, Neil, I'm going to come rob your house at three o'clock in the morning tomorrow night. And you're like, no, man, I really don't want you to do that. And I'm like, I, I get it. I know it's fucked up. I know you don't want me to do it, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. And you're like, man, that really sucks. I really don't want you to do it. Maybe even to the point where if you try, I'll do something about it. And I go, okay, well, we'll see. And then at 3 o'clock in the morning, you don't do anything about it. You fucking change your mind. You get scared. You go hide in your back closet and I rob your house. Yeah. Whose fault is that? Yeah. I told you. Yeah. You didn't like it, but you also didn't do anything about it. Yeah. You hid like a bitch in your back corner and let it happen. Yeah. So you knew about it and you let it happen because of fear. Yeah. Well, that's what I see happening in reality with society because they don't want to. I don't know what it is. I don't understand why it's not so important to people because to me, it's like the my entire life revolves around it. Not in the point of like consumed by it, but the whole reason why I live the way that I live is because of the agenda that they're trying to push upon us. Right. Yeah. And you know, even I remember being when I was younger, I had a friend of mine up the street who is, I think his, his parents were Catholic and, and they talked about the, the mark of the beast and stuff like that. And they did talk about one world order. And I, and I thought, well, how could that ever work? How, how could a, how could a handful, hundreds of people, whatever at the top, literally push down everything on, on all of us minions below. But I don't think a lot of people understand that, that, you know, when you talk about the WEF and, and, and the United Nations and places, you're only talking about a few thousand people, but they're connected to everything. And they're connected to huge corporations. They're connected to trillions of dollars of investments and they have influence over every, every you know, over everything right down to us uh-huh. basically. And, and that's where people need to understand when, you know, if, if we can't sit here and cite places to go on the internet to, 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 to go and look up experiences and find out who, who's all involved here. But it is, it's, it's such a, a snake pit of, yeah. of people that are involved that are movers and shakers in this world. And to think that they can't get done what they want to get done. You're fooling yourself Yeah, because they will get it done. They will. Yeah, they will. But, but what, what people need to understand is that the only reason why they will get it done is because the people believe that they, that they, whoever they is, these yeah. fucking pieces of shit running the, running the world have power when in reality they don't have power. They only have power because we have allowed them to. Yeah. yeah. That's it. You know, it's like they're, they're, if there's truly 8 billion people on the planet, which I don't even fucking know if I believe that. Right. But we'll just go with it because I'm not going to sit here and say there isn't. I don't know. If 8 billion people wanted to take back power, they could. Be nothing. Yeah. If 8 billion ants came to take over my house, I'd, I'd probably lose. Yeah. Dude, that's a lot of ants. Yeah. Now think about humans. Obviously, we're spread out throughout the world, so it's not like we can all be together. But there doesn't have to be... There doesn't have to be even any violence. 
And that's one of my big things that I've been pushing this whole time is as a compassionate Viking, right? I, I, I do love violence. I think that there's a time and place, but, but not when the enemy wants that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's like, you it's have to trap. be smart. They have everything. They'll just blow us all up. Yeah. If we try and do violence, we will lose. They want that. Yeah. What they don't want is love. They do not want unity. Family. They do not want family. They don't want honor. They don't want in- integrity and respect and humiliation and will and determination and grit. They hate all of those things. So one of the things I've been pushing the whole time as someone who's been extremely um, like rebellious towards the whole thing is although I am willing to fight you, if you put your hands on me, like if I'm at the store, we'll go back to like the masks or whatever, and you put your hands on me, I'll fight you. Yeah. If you don't put your hands on me, I will not fight you. I don't actually want to fight you. I don't want to fight anyone. I fight all the time at the gym. And that's against people who also want to fight where, where I don't have to worry about hurting anyone or it's just not the right thing to do. I want peace. I want harmony. I want to be able to go to my store and everyone in my store knows each other's names and says hi and we're all good. And if a bad guy was to come in, we all know that we'd all get each other's back. That would be a community I would, I would really like to live in. Yeah. Well, that doesn't sound like hate or division to me. So, to me, is like, okay, we could do the whole thing by simply just saying no, right? Absolutely. That's it. Yeah, that's it. When you have 8 billion people, the power is with you. Yeah. And what you say goes. So, you don't need to yell. You don't need to throw hands. You don't need to grapple. You don't need to fucking stab, shoot, or any of that. All you have to do is simply say no. And it could be even as nice as, no, thank you. I'm not interested, but thanks for the offer. And when everyone does that, these big corporations won't be able to, they won't be able to maintain. Because what happened was all the small businesses, they all complied, right? Where they're telling people, you can't be in my store if you don't do X, Y, and Z, because this is the the word from the top dog or the ones that didn't got washed out. Right. Yeah. They got washed out. Yeah. But you didn't get kicked out of Walmart. You didn't get kicked out of Safeway. No, you didn't get kicked out of the fucking any of those places. Right. Yep. So what they either their rules were different or they didn't comply. One of the two. Yeah. Right. That would be the only thing. However, when you look up who owns these companies, just like Operation Mockingbird, they're all owned by the same fucking companies. Yeah. Pretty much BlackRock and yeah. Vanguard. Yeah. So do we want to say no to BlackRock and Vanguard and then just go to the small mom pop store? Or what, like what, do we, what are we going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because what happened last time was the monopoly system, we all kept landing on fucking hotels until everyone went broke and bankrupt. Yeah. And now... BlackRock and Vanguard own hotels on every single piece of property on the board. Yeah. So you can't even get off of go without landing on a place where you're going to have to pay up all your money, but you don't have any money and you don't have any way of really earning money. Yeah. It's only a matter of time before everyone's bankrupt. Yeah. So what do we do? 
When we land on the hotel, we tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. That's not your hotel. You stole from us. Yeah. It's not our hotel. Matter of fact, it's ours right now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And when you land on here, you owe us money. <laughs> That's how the power has to be. Yeah. But until we get to that point, yeah. and, the, and I don't know how we get to that point, because the only way, in my opinion, is that people have to know what's really going on. Yeah. That that's a big deal because and it, people have to people have to hurt enough to change. You know, you you can't. I think the biggest change comes through hurt. You know, mm-hmm. you have to be down and out to really get up the the strength and the courage to be able to do something different. And I and I we're not here yet. You yeah. know, the, the vast majority of people are not, and they're you know they're willing to go along and get along and not make waves. And just do whatever rules are set before them in, in order to kind of get through life so that they get their shit, you know. They mm-hmm. can still go to work. Mm-hmm. And they can still get their paycheck so that they can pay their fucking bills and keep their fucking house and everything else. And and Because that's a fearful thing is, is to be able to lose all that stuff. But that's where they want to get us to, mm-hmm. you know, is to basically lose everything. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's such a, I don't know, it's something that's, it's just such a big concept for people to understand. And I, and they're not going to get it from the traditional shit that they've always thought they could get it from. The, their, their six o'clock news or any of that bullshit. They'll never understand that concept, ever. Until, uh, until they have to follow the social credit score. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because that, that's the thing, is like, I think that's why I fight so hard for it is because I, I genuinely care about humanity. Even the people that I think are stupid faggots and I totally don't like them. I still love them as a soul. I wish better for them. I wish that they weren't so, I wish they were, I wish they were doing everything that they were capable of doing is why I I get upset with them. But I also don't want to see them hurt. I don't also don't want to see them have to live as a slave. And as the social credit score, there isn't a worse slave than that, right? Yeah. It's almost like, to me, it's worse than being a caged animal at the zoo. At least the caged animal at the zoo can get up and walk to the other side of his cage whenever he feels like. Yeah. He's still going to get food three times a day. Your social credit score, if if it's not in the green, maybe you aren't getting food that day. Yeah. You know? The tiger fucking... Whatever it was, didn't rub its belly long enough, and now he's got to go to a re-education camp so that he can not be mentally ill and he can be mentally fit to be back within society. And it's like, dude, I'm going to be in this camp my whole life. They're constantly going to be trying to re-educating me. And people think that that's a joke or like satire when I say that. But when you hear about these re-education camps and you understand how mind control works and they hook you up to like, you know, electromagnetic things and they're like blasting shit into your brain and they got like uh, words or like slogans on repeat that said, you know, uh, ignorance is peace and war is slavery and all this different shit 987,642 times in a row. Yeah. It does shit to you. Yeah. Even the strongest, yeah. even the toughest people, like it, it, humans can be hacked. Yeah. They can be, and we are being. Just ask Yuval Noah Harari, yeah. right? Yeah. He talks about that shit. Yeah. What would be your your 
suggestion. Like if someone, if someone says, who's that guy? What, what do you say? Like I've talked about them and people are like, I've never heard of that, him, which means that it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. When it's like, no, you should listen to what that guy has to say in some of his, uh, public speakings. Yeah, well, that, that's what I that's what I say. I mean, it's their words, and you can look, you can still look them up. And yeah. I, I, who knows how long that's going to last for? Yeah. But you can still look these people up and see them in in their own setting, in their own whatever conference they're at or whatnot, and and listen to what they say. And it's not bullshit because no. they're saying it, and they're doing it, and they're doing it. You know, and it's like, remember that one what I sent you? I'm like Neil, you have to listen to this fucking talk of Yuval. And you listen to it yeah. with that, I think it was on Whitney Webb's podcast. Yeah. And she goes over it and it's like, the world needs to hear what these leaders or elites are saying. Yeah. They are saying that essentially humans are obsolete. Yeah. And there's too many of us. Uh-huh. And that they need to rid us and that we need to be merged together with fucking AI and robots. Yeah. And that we should be able to be hacked that we're already being hacked and that data is essentially like the new gold and that data mining is how the world is going to work through yeah. a transhumanism agenda. Yeah. Is that too far out for the average person to grasp or is, or is it too, is it, you know, woo woo bullshit or is it, they don't want it to be like that. So they're not going to pay attention because all three of those doesn't make a difference. What makes a difference is when you look into it and you and you're like, "Holy shit, they really are doing this. We need to do something about it." Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because for you have grandchildren, right? Yep. And can you how old are they? 2 and 4 and 16 and 12. Okay. Yeah. So what's the world going to look like when oh, your two and four year old are uh, twenty five? I'll tell you if it's at the trajectory that the world's going right now, it's going to be fucked. Fucked. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They will never. They'll be slaves. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Where they can never be free. No. Because you it, see, slaves up until this point could, if they were willing to risk their life. They could fucking break free. Yeah. And most, uh, a lot died. Yeah. But also some got free. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But the new slavery system is brain chips. Yeah. Implants. Surveillance. Surveillance. mRNA technology. Yeah. Nanobots. Yeah. That's facial recognition. Yeah. And where you're connected to the cloud and 5G. Yeah. That it, go ahead and escape. Where, yeah. Where yeah, are you going to escape yeah. to? Because that's not, you're not locked up somewhere now. The world is the the lock center, yeah. right? Prison. Yeah, yeah, it's the prison. Yeah. So you can. It doesn't matter if you you could go anywhere you want on planet Earth. You're still not free. You're tracked. You're tracked. Yeah. And and with the digital currency, that they the CBDC, you will never be able to buy or sell anything. No. Which goes to your mark of the beast, right? Yeah. You will have to be marked. Now, whether I don't know what that looks like, but is that is that the vaccine? Is that the, we never got to the, the Luciferase shit. Yeah. Right. Is that in the next one? Um, we seen all the 5G towers being put up. Are they turned on yet? 
They're supposed to be at the end of this year. Okay. Everything turns to 5G. Verizon is the last one, and it's supposed to turn to 5G at the end of this year. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. so d- does anyone who got the, the COVID vaccine, is that going to affect them at all? Yeah. You know, know, we have a lot to look. No, I, I shouldn't say a lot to look forward to. Yeah. Because it's not, I don't want it to sound like that, but it's like the future is, could be very not bright. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that it's worrisome yeah. because I do have a lot of friends and family who did get the vaccine. Yeah. And and just because I don't agree with their decision doesn't mean that I wish ill will upon them. Yeah. And I hope nothing bad happens to them. Yeah. But I also, there's something deep inside of me where I truly believe from what I researched. Once again, this isn't just because I laid in bed and came up with this is that I don't think the ones who got the vaccine are out without no consequences. Yeah. No. I think that there is. And, you know, the doctor said that it would could take up to 18 months or three up 18 months to three years before you've seen anything. Yeah. Well, we're come. I think January or this spring is like about, be, be about a year, be about 12 months, right? 21, 21 was when it came out. Yeah. So this is 22. Yeah, I guess so. It'll be about two years, I guess, then by the by springtime. Yeah. 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 And then that's when 5G gets all turned on. And I don't know if you've ever read anything or or heard anything of 5G, but I heard if they turn it to 60 gigahertz, it zaps the oxygen out of the air. Really? Yeah. Which means it's the same as being in like a plane with no pressurized cabin. There's just no... And the electromagnetic frequency, the EMFs coming off of it, how, how it can, like, there are certain waves, there are certain waves that these antennas can emit that can actually, this is going to sound crazy, but it can actually, like, change your behavior and thought patterns. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. And they did, like, this experiment one time. We've talked about it before yeah. in Rolanda. Yeah, sound waves. Right? Yeah. Was it Crimson Contagion? Or cri- not Crimson Contagion. It wasn't Crimson Contagion. I think it was Crimson Tide or something. I don't remember. Yeah. I'll have to fuck. I really wish that I could remember the exact one, but they did this, uh, this, this test or simulation in Rolanda where they emitted like certain microwaves from the airplanes and a million people decided to fucking kill each other with like machetes and sticks and stones. Yeah. Two tribes went to war. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that was back in like the nineties. Yeah, it was. So, if they could do that back then, yeah. what is all these EMF, all all these waves doing to us now? Yeah, if you look in the, if you look back in the nineties and what the phones were back then, yeah, and see what, and this is just one part of a, you know, a lot of different technologies that have advanced, and you see what they are now. Yeah, I mean, imagine what the technology is today, and and you know they always say that what the military has is like twenty years ahead of what we have. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's the sky's the limit on what they can do to manipulate yep. human beings and organisms on this planet. Yeah, yeah. Um. You know, going back to the vaccine, it, it was if if you take it, you know, I sort of see the vaccine as being a, a way of whatever it is they're trying to to to, to change in all of us. Why did they fucking market it? If you have, 
if they're telling us that COVID-19 is the, is the new black death or the new, um, you know, the, it's, it's a bad flu. It's going to kill millions of fucking people. Mm -hmm. You don't need a fucking marketing campaign to tell people that that's coming because we're going to see it. You know, we're going to see hospitals overflowed. We're going to see bodies on the street. We're going to see dead people. We're going to know personally people that have died from it. But they marketed it so much with celebrities, with commercials. Why did they do that? I, and, and to me, why they did that was to try and convince everybody that that was the way out. Because that's what they said. They said, basically, the only fucking way out of this and to get back to fucking normal is to take a fucking vaccine. A vaccine that wasn't tested. A vaccine that's a new technology. There was no, there was no safety checks on it. It didn't fucking matter. They just fucking rolled it out in yeah. like three fucking months to everybody. And so many people took it. I mean, the vast majority of people took it. I mean, what a great vector to have of putting something into a mass amount of people in order to, if, if it is through sound waves or whatever the fuck it is, yeah. to change the, you know, the way the world is going to go in, in the future. Mm -hmm. and how many people are they going to fucking kill with it? You know, I mean, if you look at it, the way that they structure how they would like to see people die off. They want they want the old people to go because old people are useless eaters. Old people aren't contributing to this fucking society. And the, all, and old people have uh, knowledge from the old world. And that too. That too. And the fact that, you know, they're, they're maybe on the government dime now. They're on Social Security and they're on Medi Medicare yep. and stuff. That to... To governments, to big governments, they just look at that as a fucking, it's not an asset. Yeah. You know, it, it's, a, it's a liability. So let's just fucking get rid of those people. Yeah. And then that way, that money we don't have to put out to that. We can take that, you know what I mean? Yeah. They can use that for other shit that they want to get done. Yeah, because, because according to them, we are a human resource. Yeah. And actually, uh, like a human resource. And, so, and once our resources have ran out, yeah. then they liquidate us. Yeah. Just like a fucking, like nothing, just yeah. like cattle. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't like to go back to Canada, but I guess it's because of where I was from. But they came up in 2016, they came up with MAID, which is medically assisted, um, medical assistance in dying. Okay. Right. And, and I, I, I get, I, I understand that concept and, and I, can't imagine what it's like to have some kind of terminal fucking illness that's horrible, ALS, cancer, whatever it is, and you want to end your life before it gets too bad. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I think I would, yeah. you know. But the problem, the problems, if you if you watch from 2016 to I think 2021, it went from uh, the terminally ill to it went. They changed the program to it doesn't have to be a foreseeable death. It can actually just be. You know, it no longer has to be a terminal illness. It yeah. doesn't have to be where they can see, you. okay, you're going to die in six months. It's going to be painful. Let's get it done now with dignity. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that anymore. Yeah, now it could be like, I'm just not into this. And in 2023, in March of next year, it's going to turn into, they're going to bring in um, people that are mentally ill. Well, those people can't consent to shit like that. Yeah. And, and again, I don't, the morals of it, the, 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 fact that people that are in those positions that want to die that's their own personal decisions and, mm -hmm. and i got no fucking beef with that whatsoever the problem i have is the, it's the fucking government and it's the marketing that they do almost romanticizing that issue of of 
killing yourself. I mean, it, to me, it's just another depopulation program. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. I, I mean, it, they disguise it as a con, not as a convenience, but as, a, as something that's good. Yeah. A, and then they use that to their better advantage to go on to other things. Kind of like Planned Parenthood. Yeah, that too. Right? Yeah. I remember one day you showed when you came over and you're like, dude, I'm listening to this fucking podcast. And when I learned about Planned Parenthood and what, you know, what they're doing, the fucking organ harvesting and the, the children and, and all that shit, it's yeah. just unbelievable. Yeah. But but no one wants to talk about that because yeah. Planned Parenthood's the best thing since sliced bread right. because of all the teenage raped girls. Yeah. Right? Which is such a... Less than 1%. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, no. Planned Parenthood is essentially like a fucking CIA operation for organ harvesting and sex trafficking and child ritual, uh, like, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what they do. Cut them up, fuck them, eat them, babies. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, the average person thinks like that I'm totally out of touch with reality. And it's like, no, you guys just haven't fucking looked into it. Because there's plenty of information out there showing you uh, and telling you. And, like, I mean, fuck. Remember some of the artwork that I show you that's in these people's homes? And, like, Rockefeller's homes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Podesta's and yeah. Pelosi's and probably Schwab's and Gates and, and, and Biden's and all these things. is like, you know, five little boys, probably eight years old, with their pants down with a ball gag on them with a noose around their neck with only their ass showing. Yeah. That's a cool picture to hang up in yeah. your living room, huh? Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? And then you hear about, you know, uh, like Pizzagate with the fucking Comet Ping Pong and these pedophilia with Epstein and Maxine and Gliz, Gliz, whatever her fucking name is, Glizane Maxwell yeah. and the spirit cooking and shit with Ma Marina Abramovich and these like these ceremonies that they go to where only the elite are allowed to go. Yeah. And then, you know, they make move they made like a movie with Tom Cruise called Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah. That was based on Rockefeller. Yeah. Yeah. On some yeah. some one of their occultist ceremonies they go to where they do like Aleister Crowley and Jimmy Savile's like sex magic and black magic and they they just i don't fucking know man like i, I think these you know if I, I i can't imagine myself doing anything like that but of course i think people that get so powerful and they have so much control over you know over other people they have so much wealth that anything they fucking want they can fucking have mm-hmm you know, if you just boil it down to just like rock stars or, or celebrities in Hollywood, they have all these handlers that fucking coddle them. They have all the fucking money they want to go out and buy whatever fucking cars they want, whatever fucking trips they want, whatever fucking houses they want. I think it's only human nature that, and I, f I fucking hate to say that because it's not human nature in me, mm -hmm. but people can get so exploited in, in their own belief system that, what what gets them off anymore? What what gets them off if if you're a rock star and you can just have every chick at every fucking every town you go to and you play a coliseum? When do you draw? When when do you bend the lines into other dark shit? And, yeah. and people might put that shit in your head. Yeah, you know, 
that you can actually, you can see why. I mean, I can see why people do go to that fucking weird dark side. Yeah. I mean, because they're not getting, they're not getting that rush anymore. Yeah. You can, you can fuck all the gorgeous women you want, but all of a sudden now you got children. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's so fucking twisted yeah. in my mind, but in somebody that's just so caught up and, and anything they can do that they want to do, they do. Yeah. And nobody's going to fucking hold them accountable for it. Yeah. Nobody's going to hold them accountable for it. No, most people don't even believe it. Yeah. It's like, Hey guys, this is going on. Probably maybe, I mean, I don't know how deep it goes, but maybe in your own fucking neighborhood. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no one wants to look at it because it's too fucking dark and twisted and evil and disgusting, but it's like, okay, but then it just gets worse. So when when are we gonna when are we gonna take back the the wrongdoings of whatever is going on, regardless of how much rich, fame, money, whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Because they they're they're taken over, or they have taken yeah. over, and then now if you try and talk about it, you're a crazy person. Yeah. And it's like Neil, do you really think I'm fucking crazy? I mean, maybe on some things <laughs> I am extreme, but I'm not, I'm not like, like where my brain's gone. No. You know what I mean? It's, it's fucking bizarre. We're going to take a break so I can go take a piss. Sounds good. And then we'll come back. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll be back guys. All right, guys, we're back. We both had to take a piss. So hopefully my legs will stop shaking a little bit. Um, <clears throat> We were talking about the perversion of kids and. And what these evil people do, um, but I was I was as I was peeing, I was thinking, what what was the reason you? What was the reason why you didn't want to get vaccinated? I I had an in, intuitively I knew, I guess from the start that I didn't feel it was right. I don't know what it was in my it just something in my gut that told me there were, you know, when I kind of look back at America, you know, medicine basically, and, and knowing the fact that supposedly all these vaccines they've rolled out in the past, they've had, you know, years of study safety testing before they rolled them out to the public for whatever that was worth. Cause now I, I question all that shit, but when it was ramped up in warp speed and, is what they called it was warp speed and it came out in like three months or something. I knew that there was something way behind that was bigger than what the vaccine was. Mm-hmm. And the way that I had seen every, the darkness and the oppression that had come down from lockdowns and, and all the other bullshit that had come from, from the government system. I knew right then that there's no fucking way I'm going to take that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm not a big believer anyway in Western medicine you know, I think we've made huge advances in, in surgeries and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, I've, you know, my wife had a huge surgery this year yeah. that was remarkable. With the, I mean, what they could do is fucking remarkable in surgeries and orthopedic surgeries and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to, to medication. Yeah, your health. It's totally different. You're You're introducing something into your body that you are relying on somebody else that it's safe for you and I, and I don't believe that yeah mine was when i found out about mrna because obviously i had already 
I was already against all the vaccines to begin with, right? Because right? I didn't, yep. I, that, that's how I got me on this path. And part of it was in the books that I was reading, actually one of those books over there, the David Icke Human Race, Get Off Your Knees. He has a, like a two-page thing of, I think something Bill Gates wrote from the early 90s. And it was about him. He was going to vaccinate every man, woman, and child on the planet. And I just, that always stuck in my head. And when this came out, I was like, this motherfucker, dude. I've known about this for a long time. Yeah. He's going to do it. Yeah. He's going to fucking do it. So that means that I absolutely am not going to do it. Yeah. I've known about it. And then I was like, you know, what is this one? What's so special about this one? Exactly. And then I, I looked at what was in it and I came across the hydrogel. And when I was like, hydrogel didn't seem like a bad thing, you know, sounds like fucking toothpaste to me. Right. And then I looked it up and I realized that it was created by DARPA, which is a branch of the military industrial complex. Yep. And they do all like the, I don't, I can't remember what DARPA stands for. I, I don't even know defense. Some, I, I don't know, but they do like the robot shit. Yeah. Right. And they do a lot of sound issues too. Radio uh-huh. waves and stuff radio like waves that. and stuff. Yeah. They're, they're like the, the high, high technology, technology part of yeah. the yeah. military branch. They're black ops. Yep. <clears throat> and so when I seen that hydrogen was created by them, it sparked an interest yeah. in what the fuck is this? And then I start looking into it and I realize that it's nanobots and I remember when I used to say that two years ago and people think that I'm, I'm like making shit up yeah. or like it's funny. And I'm like, no, no, literally <laughs> literal like robots that are nano, mm-hmm. smaller than micro. And the reason why I didn't think twice about it was because once again in that book, he talks about Hitachi. Hitachi created the first nano chip back in like 1993 that could fit on the end of a hypodermic needle that all anyone who ever got the H1N1 vaccine mm-hmm. Hitachi had a fucking microchip or not a microchip, but a nanochip on the end of the needle, but no one would ever know. Right. Cause even if you had a microscope, you wouldn't see it. Yeah. You'd have to have something more powerful than a microscope because it's a nanochip. So I'm like, what the fuck? So then I start looking into the nanobots and how they, they work in the mRNA technology and how the mRNA technology was this artificial nanotechnology that was going in and like restructuring your DNA. Yeah. Right. It does. It does. And they fucking tell you. Yeah. On the World Health Organization, yeah. they tell you exactly what that mRNA does and it restructures your DNA and then I found out that like <clears throat> cDNA, I think is what it is, or yeah, cDNA is is artificial DNA or synthetic DNA, and that could be patented. And so I started thinking like, okay, the elites hate Mother Nature, right? Yeah. They hate, yeah, God, planet Earth, living things that anything like natural, they are against it. 
and and they convince us that they are more more powerful than God and smarter than God and that we need to take their shit and do what they say. Otherwise, we're all going to die. So I realize, okay, now they're fucking with humans' DNA. So if you change my DNA, does that mean that I'm, am I still a human? No. In my opinion, no. Right. If I go take my dog and I start changing his DNA, is he still a fucking natural biological dog? No, I started putting synthetic shit in him. And also, I can patent synthetic shit. So does that mean that I own him now? Literally? Right. So that didn't sit well with me because I did find that out. And I seen that Bill Gates patented cDNA or whatever it is. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Now... Another thing that I've heard many times on different podcasts from different doctors was, I think it's called the VMAT2 gene or something. VMAT. VMAT, yeah. yeah? Which is like the God gene. Yeah. The... Blocks your spiritual connection. Yeah. Yeah. And it's severing that. It's cutting that out. And so it's like, okay, so is that locking you into a five sense reality matrix? Where if you can't touch it, feel it, smell it, taste it, or see it, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Because I don't want that. No. Like, I'm not religious, but I'm highly spiritual. Yeah. And if I can't be tuning into my higher self and, like, tapping into my expanded consciousness, that is a fucking problem. Yeah. That's where I'm getting a lot of my information from. Yeah. And so that, to me, is like a zombie. That's another control system. It's a robot. It's a robot. Yeah. So with the mRNA, the hydrogel, and then and then finding out that they can connect through the 5G into those and track you for like a social credit score in China yeah. where they have the facial recognition and the total tracking or total surveillance Yeah. that can hold you in what's called is the Internet of Body or the Internet of Things. things which they're working for the internet of bodies. And in that Ted talk of that girl remember from the, like where was she from Denmark or something on uh, the world economic forum talking about how like, we're not, we're not going to own anything and we'll rent everything. Was it that, or was it Yuval's speech where they were talking about like clothing, having the surveillance technology within it? So that ultimately it will all come down to being a part of us. But we have to move in steps from the outside world, like like holding your cell phone, to your cell phone actually be implanted into you. Yeah. So they were going to start it with like <laughs> all your clothing and shit. Yeah. Having nanotechnology in it. Bringing us to the point where they can control us like, what was that thing where they they were saying, like, they want to track us all the way down to our, like, dreams and thoughts? Yes. So if they can track our dreams and thoughts, and then that's going to affect our, our score for our ESG or our credit score or whatever. Like, by the time I had got to all of this, it was obviously, like, an absolute no. Yeah. I'm not taking this vaccine. But I was also a crazy person for it, right? Right. Now, here we are in 2022, and 
a lot of people uh, have died. Like a lot. A lot. Myocarditis is somehow really prevalent when I had never even fucking heard that word before prior to like a year ago. Yeah. Um, there's a new disease called SADS where you just suddenly die when you're, when you're an adult. Yeah. Which that I never heard about it's that. Never a thing. No, I never heard about that. Um, but at the same time, I also still know a lot of people who got it and they doesn't seem like much is wrong with them at all. I think they couldn't, they couldn't make it where, uh, you know, I've, there's like placebos mm-hmm. in, in all the, the different areas around the world. And I, because they couldn't make it where everybody took the shot, everybody got sick, everybody died, or they, something happened to them terribly. Because then all of a sudden everybody would be like, fuck no, I'm not taking this thing. Yeah. So they have to do it incrementally and randomly because things randomly don't make sense to people mm-hmm. so much. You know, and, mm-hmm. I, and I think that's that was like a big a big thing about that vaccine. Okay, so <clears throat> what, uh, what? I think. I, sorry to interrupt. Go for it. I think a lot of it is it is depopulation. I There's think so too. no fucking doubt about that. Yeah. And well, they say yeah. what? What is it that they say? They they see a population that needs to be around five hundred million. Yeah. Right or some have said like about one and a half billion. Is that where, what it is? Where I've, no, both. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like the Georgia guy stones is like five hundred million. Yeah, yeah. And I think <clears throat> I've heard in other circles of all the elites, it's like one and a half billion would be one and a half billion to two billion would be good. Yeah. Okay. Well, so what are you going to do with the other six billion? I don't know. Like Klaus Schwab <laughs> says, no, not everyone could be robot polisher. Yeah. yeah. Right. And that, he also says that everybody needs to be vaccinated in order for this world to be safe. Yeah. Which is bullshit. So does Trump. Yeah. Yeah. That's why everyone's yeah. like, oh, you you love Trump? Fuck yeah. no, I don't love Trump. No. I don't love Biden. I, I literally, I don't love Elon Musk. I think no. that they're all on the same. Yeah. Have you ever read the Spars Pandemic? I have not read it, but I've heard about it. You got to read the Spars yeah. Pandemic. It's like 30 pages. Yeah. And it's fucking crazy, dude. It's happening right now, to, like, to the T. I was just reading it this morning. Yeah, it is like Agenda 20, 21 or 210. That was the it, one It was, was prior to covid yeah, uh, event two hundred one. Event two hundred one that obviously magically appeared a few months later afterwards. Uh-huh. But yeah, spars. I think it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, and yeah. and one of the things is like, oh, dude, it's crazy because even though it's so it was done in two thousand seventeen, and it's spars twenty twenty five to twenty twenty eight, but I swear the dates are right now. Yeah, like if you read it, it's like, dude, we are right here in this fucking timeline right now. Yeah. And if that is true, then come next year when the microwaves or radiation comes on and everyone who got this nanotechnology, it's not looking good for them. Yeah. Not looking good. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm just, I am crazy. We'll see. I think it's part of the dark winter. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Well, I also see, I follow a guy named, uh, I am Ian Smith, who's, he owns a gym in New York or New Jersey, and he's always been like, like they tr- the cops tried to shut him down. They fucking boarded up his I doors. That. Yeah, and uh, th- just this morning he had posted something about blackouts in North Carolina and fucking uh, I don't know other states about all these blackouts. And it's like, yeah, they did cyber polygon 
which is a simulation of blackouts too. It's all, I get so fucking sick and tired of the people in the world thinking like everything is just random acts of unfortunate events and that everything is just a, it's just a coincidence. Like, no, no, it's not. That's why I keep going back to what fucking has to happen for you stupid motherfuckers to start thinking that this is intentional rather just rather than just some unfortunate random events. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What about your food? What about your gas? What about your fucking gas? What about every, your entire life, man? Yeah. And all you care about is the fucking Seahawks on Sunday? Yeah. And getting some more Doritos and a fucking six-pack? Like, dude, you're about to be a total slave and you'll never have any of this. I think the way that they uh, they can accomplish things so well, and I don't know why other people don't see it, but they do it incrementally. Like, imagine you're sitting in front of a lake and... Every day somebody comes down and takes it, takes like a cup, like your Pyrex cup you cook with, and takes a fucking cup of water out of the lake, and they walk away with it. Yeah. And they do that every fucking day, but they do it for fucking year after fucking year, day after day after day. Yeah. And the, the water level slowly goes, but you can't see it. Yeah. Because it doesn't, it's so slow. Yeah. And that's what they've been fucking doing forever. Yeah. And I, and I don't think until technology kind of, is what it is today that they were able to really kind of ramp up and do it a little bit quicker. And, and I think so many people are just buffaloed by, they're just bombarded by the fucking system and by the, by the message that's sent to them. They don't, they don't want to see anything else. And I, I think a lot of people don't want to believe that there's some kind of ulterior motive to what they see out there. Yeah. They don't. What, what, what came to fruition for you to, or what is it that came to fruition where you were like, there's 100% a, a, a calculated attack on humanity? Over this last period? Yeah. Like the COVID thing? Yep. I, I think it was, um, again, it was in the marketing. Yeah. It was, one thing that really stood out for me at the very beginning was <clears throat> leaders of people don't instill fear into the people they're trying to lead, you know, Mm -hmm. because if you do that, then chaos ensues. But that's all it was, was fear. It was a, it was fear porn from the, from the get go. And they were talking basically about how, how random this virus was and how it would affect everybody and basically be, you know, the virus was a great boogeyman. I mean, just like terrorism was a great boogeyman back in the, back in the, 90s you know mm-hmm. um because it's something you can't see and now the virus is like the ultimate boogeyman and so i was kind of aware of that before that even all started with the virus it was like that that's to me what they were doing was pushing a boogeyman down that you couldn't see and they could make up whatever story they wanted to make up in order to manipulate people into doing things that they wouldn't otherwise normally do yeah and uh, you know and going against what historic science had said about masks that don't do a fucking thing for you. They didn't, they don't. As far as respiratory viruses go masks, it doesn't really matter what mask you have. And, and also knowing that, you know, in my business, having a a fitted respirator, I mean, I was actually literally fitted for a respirator and because I have like a goatee and shit, it still doesn't really fucking work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And 
it was it, it was just all those little those little things about a mask is going to help you, social distancing is going to help you, which again was not based in science. No, it's based on mind control yes. that they did in fucking the sixties. Yes. That's what yes. it's based off yes. of. Yes. And and then you're separating people. You know, you're separating. That that's the thing to me is is. In community, it's it's like separating people from being able to talk to each other mm-hmm. and to be able to to form their own ideas and 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 whatnot about what's true and what's not, and and to keep everybody separated, and then to, to bring in the fear of you know like uh, if you don't wear your mask, you're gonna kill grandma, which is bullshit. Another, another bullshit lie. Yeah. You know, but then all of a sudden, if I'm not wearing a fucking mask in the store, then I'm fucking killing grandma. Yeah. And, and it divides us even further and the further they just keep pushing that wedge in between all of us. And, and then I saw that from the very beginning and it was like, this is fuck, this is a t- complete attack on humanity yeah. in order to perpetrate whatever the fuck it is they're going to do. They fucking said that this virus came from a bat that fell in someone's soup. <laughs> yes. That's what they fucking said. And, yeah. and, and it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, does anyone even know how viruses actually work? Yeah. Or do viruses are dead. Yeah. That's it's, the thing. They're, it's a protein. It's, it's a, not it's not a living organism. No, I know. Yeah. But because of the Rockefellers, yeah. they've pushed germ theory yeah. and got rid of terrain theory. And and have having gone through this now for a while, trying to figure this out. I'm still not 100% sold that germ theory doesn't have anything to do with it because there's certain things that doesn't make sense to me. For instance, like the chicken pox thing, right? Mm -hmm. But then some will say that's because of the terrain because our body picks up frequencies and pheromones Mm -hmm. and it know like you have this and it knows, oh, this, you need to respond in this way. Not because you actually contracted. That's the, the whole theory between the two. Right? right is that one is based off your environment and then your body your body's interacting with one another and the other is based off of an ex- external thing doing something to your body but there's i don't know i'm not a doctor right and there is things like how come girls fucking have their period together right right well because something's happening yeah. saying hey it's this time of our moon cycle where we are supposed to menstruate or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. My thing was, how come no one can show me that this virus exists? How come, like, I'm not saying no one's getting sick. I'm saying, why why can't anyone show me a picture of the virus or an isolation of the virus that isn't CGI? Yeah, that's under a fucking microscope right? or like an electron microscope yeah. to be able to see. Yeah. Even the CDC is saying yeah. they've never isolated. Yeah. The CDC says they never isolated any virus no. ever. Yeah. So it's like me, I've always gone back to like, okay, hey, I, I seen Bigfoot in my backyard. Okay. Do you have any evidence? No. Do you have a picture? No. Do you have a video camera? No. Do you have any like prints or anything out of the ordinary? No. Okay. Well then how am I supposed to believe that this is what's causing everything? Yeah. Now, like I said, a lot of people did get sick, right? The the supposedly the hospitals were full, people were on ventilators. But I've also 
heard of geoengineering and chemtrails. I've heard of them dropping nanoparticles on the fucking, like on New York. Yeah. I've heard of them then making people sick from that. They go to the doctor. The doctor gives them remdesivir. The remdesivir essentially slowly starts to kill them. They then get them put on the ventilator and the ventilator puts them to rest. And now the hospital got a bunch of money for using yeah. all of these tech, all these different yeah. techniques. Their policy. Their policy. Yeah. And they got the fucking extra bonus check for getting COVID-19 death yeah. certificate. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I don't know, man. I'm I'm still not convinced. I never got... I, I did... I never got tested. Okay? I've never been tested. So, I don't know. There was the one time, not this Thanksgiving, last Thanksgiving, where I, when I got sick, I literally couldn't taste anything yeah what the fuck is that yeah i don't know but it didn't feel natural that was the thing is it was a sickness that felt synthetic to me yeah and is that just because i am a conspiracy theorist and think that there's bad shit at work trying to kill me or or did it literally not feel natural to me yeah and the thing is i'm pretty aware it felt different that's never happened to me. I've been very sick before in my life. Me too. And never once had that happened. No. So, I don't know. I don't know. And then also, the vaccines shedding on people. Absolutely. One of the things that always bothered me was, like, I go to jiu-jitsu, and not everyone in that jiu-jitsu gym is... A pure blood. A, a pure blood. They're not a biological human anymore. Yeah. And they, when I roll with them... They're shedding on me. Yeah. And I for a long time, I don't know how I feel. I almost would tell them, like, no, I'm not rolling with you anymore. But then that's also putting a division between us. Yeah. So it's really, really hard. Which, again, is part of the plan. It is part yeah. of the plan. And I finally was like, I would have to live in a fucking box if I didn't want anyone to shed on me. Yeah. I'm not going to be able... For the rest of my life, I'm in my 30s. You think that no one's going to shed on me? I'm going to have to fucking get it and hopefully just try and boost my system and know about it and be aware of it. And maybe Mother Nature is stronger than these artificial motherfucking things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just have hope. And if not, well, I don't know. I've been doing my best. And if it wasn't good enough, I don't know what else to do. Yeah. Right? Because at some point, you can't live in despair. No. As soon as you start living in despair, then it's like, what's the point? Might as well just shoot me now. Yeah. But there's hope because I hope that enough people are waking up and are listening and are wanting to learn the forgotten ways of what it's like to be a real human on real planet where we, we don't just send all of our shit elsewhere to be taken care of. Yeah. Right. Like that's a big problem. That is the big problem. Yeah. I mean, you think about it with a lot of the problems that we're having right now. I mean, me and you both make very good money. Yes. But like I was saying, as a family of five and my wife, not Vanessa doesn't work. I don't have that much money. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I should. Yeah. But I don't because it costs me like $300 gets you like two bags of groceries. Yeah. You know, well, that's because we put our responsibility elsewhere, right? Yeah. Manufacturing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when your kids get shot at school, that's because we put our responsibility elsewhere. Yeah. And when 
you know, it costs us $6 a gallon to get our gas. That's because we put our responsibility elsewhere. And so the, the goal is, is, okay, we see where we fucked up. And then we start reining it back and going, okay, so we need to figure out how to produce our own shit again. Yeah. That way we're not at the mercy of somebody else. China. China. When they tell us otherwise or, you know, whatever it may be. I heard that there's a, there's a stat and I can't remember exactly how many, I know it was north of 70 million Americans take some kind of a, a antipsychotic drug or antidepressant drug, or if it's, you know, ADHD, the, um, trying to think of the fucking drugs that they they take you know ritalin and shit like that 80 yeah. percent of those fucking drugs are manufactured in china 80 percent. so and and 60 percent of the of all the drugs that that are manufactured are taken by americans in the world uh-huh. like we consume 60 percent of all the all, even though we're five percent of the population of the world we consume 60 percent of the prescription medication so if 80% of that shit's coming from China, and especially when you talk about psycho, you know, psychotropic drugs, yeah. what if they just decided they wanted to fucking turn that off? What if they just said, you know what, fuck you, we're not sending this shit anymore? Yeah. What the fuck do you think that's going to do to people who have been on it for years? And, and that's me including. Yeah. I'll, I'll just for disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They decide that they're going to turn that fucking water off to you. And you don't get to take it anymore. Yeah, it's gonna fucking cause chaos yep. in this country. What a great way to, you know, <laughs> to take over a fucking country. Yeah, I mean that it's 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 unimaginable to think what could happen. And that's just one type. I mean, you know, the I mean, think of all the fucking prescriptions for every fucking ailment we have. Yeah, you know, and if if a lot of that's has been farmed out to another country. We no longer have control of that. And again, this is prescription drugs, which, you know, we've kind of touched on of what we believe in prescription drugs, but it's, it's a disaster waiting to happen. And, and so much of our life relies on that. You can't fucking go anywhere and buy something that's not in fucking China. And here we are not saying anything about all the fucking oppression that's going on over there. The fucking millions of people that are today are, are in the streets fucking protesting the COVID-19 or, you know, policies because their policy is zero COVID, Uh which is ridiculous. It it is. It is. Especially when I literally don't think it even exists. Right. Yeah. So they just make shit up. Yeah. And because it doesn't exist, they can say zero. Oh, we got one. They can say they got a new variant at any given time. They can say whatever they, can, they want. They can make a new vaccine yep. for whatever they want at yep. any given time. Yep. Because the thing is, is that I see multiple ways where they get you to root for the same team while thinking that you're rooting against them. Yeah. And that's one of them. Yeah. Is that the, it either came from a bat in a soup or it came from a Wuhan lab, right? Right. Both of those is still playing the game of there's a real virus and people yeah. are really getting sick. Yeah. I don't think that there is, man, because I hang out with enough fucking people and I'm intimate with enough people. The fact that I'm sweating and getting other people's sweat dripped in my face and mouth while our chests and face touch each other. Yeah. For two years, every single week, multiple times a week for multiple different people, which who fucking knows who they're hanging out with. And I'm, I'm good to go, man. Yeah. So it's like. I guess in one way I am extreme in that way of like, I'm willing to risk 
but I also is working, right? Yeah. I mean, Vanessa just told me, I guess like RSV and and whatever. I don't know. The what. flu made a big comeback this year too. Yeah, all these different things, man, and everyone's sick. Yeah, everybody. Everyone's sick, and I was. I went and got a coffee the other day, and the coffee stand girl was like, "Man, everyone I know is just really, really sick." Yeah, I, oh, isn't that weird? And I'm like, "Not me. I'm yeah. fucking ready to rock and roll." What are you talking about? Yeah, it's no different than any other day. Yeah. So unless you guys are doing some stupid shit that you've seen, maybe some people on TV that you never met before told you to do. Yeah. I don't see what's going on. Well, again, it's just. It's part of the, the, you know, the top-down policy of, of fear propaganda. You know, I do believe that I, I think people are sicker right now, and and I think I see a lot more sickness, and I and I think a lot of that's to do with whatever it is that everybody's been injected with, and I think it's it's fucked everybody's immune systems up. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going through dark times right now. But the the other the other flip coin is is that. You know when they when they run numbers like you know the Harborview is running at ninety percent in their intensive care unit, mm-hmm. they always do <laughs> right. because hospitals are a business. You know, like other than like in other countries, socialist countries, their own but you know government runs the hospitals. Here it's a business. Well, of course you want ninety percent of people in your ICU because that's what's making you money. Yeah. You know, and and they always run it at that. So, but then they give those numbers to people that are, you know, not believing like we do. And then you think, holy fuck, really? The ICUs are 90% capacity? They've always been fucking 90% capacity. They just always. never told you that they before. They just never told you that yeah. before. And, and all that. It's just, you know, people just don't, they've never gotten all these statistics before. Yeah. Of how many people get sick or how many people, I mean, you know, there's a myriad of ways to die. There's a fact that, you know, I think it's uh, two, almost 3 million people die in the United States every year just from natural causes. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So of course you're going to maybe know somebody that fucking died this year. And all they did is just start all those people that were dying. Yeah. Uh, they just started checking them down on the, on CNN on yeah. the bottom right corner. Yeah. They just roll them up. Yeah. And it's like, oh, look at all these people dying. And just yeah. like you said, they've always been fucking dying, you dumbass. Yeah. They were always dying. Yeah. They just now, they just now tallied it up for yeah. you. Imagine if they would have done that, if Stalin would have done yeah. that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, here's the death, here's the death meter of people dying in the fucking Bolsheviks, yeah. you know? And, and a lot of those people that were dying during the, the you know, the COVID, you know, pandemic i mean it, the it, it the average age is 80 and and over where the average death is, anyway is like in the high 70s i think for most men yeah. you know 70 i think women are about 78 men are just a little bit below that yeah so i mean they were they were people in their elderly people that are dying of of whatever whether it's renal failure they have heart disease or we all get there yeah. everybody's gonna fucking die and and when you, but when you bring those numbers to light, because we've never seen them before on TV, CNN has a big fucking death statistic up on their, you know, counter counting how many people are dying from COVID. Are they really fucking dying from COVID? Or are they just fucking dying because they're fucking 85 years old and they have heart disease and diabetes and they're fucking obese? And, and is that, is that tally clicker actually even 
tallying humans. Yeah, who's who's given? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like they could yeah. just make it go up yeah. whatever they want. Exactly. They lie to you. Yeah, literally. So yeah. I have this new theory where the if you want the real shit, you got to watch movies, and if you want to be lied to, you got to watch the news. Yeah. Because in the movies, they t- they show you yeah. what's really going on in real life. And in the news, they fucking lie to you. Yeah. And it's it's just so ass backwards. But like I said, once you realize all this stuff, it's you see it from yeah. a mile away. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something. Well, that's part of the problem, too, is, you know, like you and I and other people, once you start digging deep and you see the the deceit of what's going on, in today's world and in all the different facets of where you can get your information from and it's being pushed in a certain narrative. It's hard to, it's hard to navigate through the world and tell people that are dear to you, you know, your Mm -hmm. family, your friends, you, you tell them what, what you see, you know, and what, cause basically that's what it, it, it's what I see. It's my opinion. I'm not saying what I know is the fucking truth. Yeah. You know, oh, but, 100%. but it's, but it's what I, what I see. And it's what I've kind of researched it in my own mind. And what it, it, it's hard, it's hard to be a part of, of those. God, it's so hard to say, you know, like with my wife and myself, I mean, she has, she has a lot of knowledge and she's a very smart woman, but she doesn't, deep dive like I do. Right. She doesn't go down the rabbit hole. She doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. And I understand that. But when I start bringing up things of, of, of what I've deep <laughs> gone down the rabbit hole and bring up to her, she doesn't want to fucking hear it, yeah. you know? And, and, and that's, that's an intimate relationship. That's outside of, you know, just people that I work with. That's outside of people that I meet in fucking stores or in the gym or whatever. It, it, it's, it's difficult it's, it's just a difficult time where you feel like you're kind of being ridiculed for who you are. Yeah. But I think, I think that we're on the right fucking path. I do too. I do too. Because I've been on this path for a decade. You have been a long and time. And it, <clears throat> it's so much easier now than it was 10 years ago. Yeah. For, for multiple reasons. For one, I'm older now. I have more maturity, more confidence. I have done a lot more research. And I also can see what I've researched happening in real time. And that's what lets me know yeah. is that it's you, a real thing. You can connect the dots. I can. That's it. Is I can connect the dots from what I've researched and I see it happening. And it gives me a leg ahead because I can look down the, the recipe and see what the end result is. Yeah. And I can go, okay, this is what they are looking for. This is what they want. This is how they're going to go about it. I don't know the exact time frame, but they do give you a rough outline. What, what needs to happen, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, shit, you're, you're old enough to be my dad. Yeah. And you're getting to the point where, in another what in another decade you would retire. Yeah. And you take your pension and your retirement and you go live off your life and right off in the, into the sunset. Yeah. Do you feel that that's even a, a reasonable option anymore? No, not at all. I don't think I'll get there. I don't. I do, I just think that, you know, there this process is going to be locked in before I get there. Mhm. Yeah, I think, you know, 
everything, the economy is going <laughs> to get, going to get grenaded and everything that we see that, you know, has been an American, the American dream of owning your own house and, you know, having a piece of the pie and being able to go on vacations and all that shit, all that shit's going to come to a fucking end. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Cause it's going to be a big fucking surveillance state. And you're only going to get to do what they tell you. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. Yeah. They want to be able to tell you what the fuck you're going to think and what you're going to fucking do, what you're going to fucking eat yeah. and how you're going to survive. And then they're going to box you in. And so as far as my retirement goes, yeah, I was hoping six years. I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't. And it, and it, and it makes me fucking mad. Yeah. I fuck dude. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. It makes, it makes even me mad. Yeah. It makes me mad. On one level for you, yeah. someone who's been working in the industry his whole life, trying to fucking, trying to do what he needs yeah. to do, and then be fucked at the yeah. end, and it makes me mad on my level where it's like, what's the point of me, I have, I, I would, supposed to do this for another 30 years. Why? Yeah. 30 years, dude? Do you yeah. understand what's, what, what this life, if we stay on this trajectory, what life would be yeah. like in 30 years? Yeah. I don't even think I would be alive. They they will kill me, Neil. Yeah, they don't want someone like me. No. And it, to be honest, it's like I kind of want to take my friends, and just say, okay, let's just go to war. Yeah, let's just go to war, and may the best man win. Yeah, but they don't want that either, because then there's a chance that they lose. Yeah, they're they're conniving, deceitful. Yeah, uh, do it behind your back. You know, look at the Clinton list. Or the yeah. people who've been the Clinton suicide suicide list. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They they I don't know how they do it, but they do it. Yeah. So I don't know. Um <clears throat> what do you think twenty twenty three looks like? I think it'll be again worse than what the last two years have been. You know, I mean I, every time we when 2020 started up and then everything kind of went to shit with, you know, the alleged COVID um, pandemic that happened, nothing ever got bad. Nothing has ever gotten back to normal. Everything has been spiraled out of control. And I, and I think, you know, the culture you've seen has, has been rotted from the bottom up, you know, culture and society, you know, and I, I think a lot more people are going to be sicker next year mm-hmm. i think that uh there's gonna be a lot more people dying next year mm-hmm. i really do I, I think that this vaccine that they rolled out is undoubtedly a, a, a depopulation program yeah and and <clears throat> again i think they're going to try and squash a lot of things by saying coming up with sads coming up these people are going to be dying from things unrelated to covid they're going to be dying of just you know what everybody dies from dies from heart disease dies from cancer dies from diabetes dies from being obese dies. so it's not it's going to kind of go under underground a little bit people aren't really going to wake the fuck up yet nope. but i think there's going to be a lot of people that are either sick or dying yeah and and i don't see 2023 getting any better and then you look on a global political scale of all the bullshit going on with ukraine russia which is another <laughs> fucking total, yeah. Um, just all that stuff, you know. The the fake elections. The what do you mean fake elections? <laughs> <laughs> the I I think you know the 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 
the red blue paradigm, the the Republican, the Democrat. It's just it's a prop to me. It's just a prop. It's just so that you you're voting for the guy you want to win, mm-hmm. and it really doesn't fucking matter who fucking wins because they're not in control of anything. It's just you know meet the new boss, same as the old boss. That's all it is. Yeah, you know I I think our president elect, whoever gets into power, gets fucking taken back into a, a room in the white house and the people that are really fucking in charge tell them look this is how it's fucking look, gonna bro, go down this is how it goes yeah. down yeah. you're either gonna fucking do this or be a real shame if your fucking house burned down yep you know so or rape your kids in front of you and eat your fucking youngest so exactly yeah so you'll, you'll do what we tell you yeah. to do so to me elections are just that you know it's it's all it's it's all coordinated yeah yeah it's all Fucking twenty twenty three. It's uh it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I feel the same way. And I think, you know, because and we heard that, you know, their agenda twenty thirty, because of the success they had with COVID, bumped it up to twenty twenty eight. Yeah. And we're only talking fucking five years, man. Yeah. They got a lot to fucking get done in five yeah. years. <laughs> yes, they do. You know? Yes, they do. They have a lot to get yeah. done. And they gotta start, right? Yeah. They gotta start. And I also think that if they, they have a fine line to follow because if they go too fast, we'll wake up. Right. If they go too slow, it'll right. take too long yeah. and too many people will wake up. Yeah. So they have to, it's almost like they have to be, we've put them in the corner to where they get to do their Hail Mary. Yeah. And it, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, the yeah. whole thing crumbles. Yeah. Babylon falls down. Yeah. Right. Um, I think this country too is the kind of the last bastion of freedom. I really do believe that. I do too. In the world. Yeah, me too. And so <clears throat> when you look at all the other shit that have gone in in other countries, socialist countries that, you know, kind of were already indoctrinated into big government, now we're we're finally realizing big government in this country because it has fucking grown enormously and and it's infested itself into every day of our life. Yeah. You know, they have to tread a little fucking lighter with us and not implement things too quickly you know but like i said they they got five years to do it Mm -hmm. um i see well i think the vaccines are going to come into a thing next year i think that that's going to be the beginning of people really dying off and i think that food is going to become an issue next year yeah we seen this year what happened with all the fertilizer and the crops yeah. and the burning and destruction of processing plants, food production distribute distributors. Um, we seen the culling of millions of livestock yeah. through beef and pork and chicken and fucking fish. Um, we seen. Uh, but Bill Gates bought up God knows how many acres of farmland. Farmers are being bought out by big agriculture saying, you sell us our shit and we'll give you this much money or don't worry about selling your harvest this year. We'll pay you a lot of, yeah, that's been going on for a long time too. The, the farmers not, not planting for a certain year, just leaving their land empty. Yeah. And the government pays them not to fucking farm. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, you can see like one of their thing, their slogan is they don't, they don't want us eating meat. Right. Right. Like for whatever reason, meat's bad. Cows fart too much in it. It's turning into climate climate change. change, Right. Yeah. 
the whole thing is turning into climate change. Yeah. And once again, just think of that fucking word, climate change. Who yeah. can argue that? You can't. I don't argue that. Yeah. No. I 100% believe yeah. that the climate changes. I will argue global warming, but I won't argue gl- climate change. What I will argue on is the reason for your climate change. And yours has to do with carbon, yeah. which is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Because I'm no herbalist or, or anything like that, but I understand how plants fucking grow, and they eat carbon, and yeah. they give oxygen. Yeah. And animals eat oxygen and give off carbon. Yeah. So an animal and a plant have a... a synchronistic circle of life yeah relationship yeah so to say that we need to get the carbon footprint to zero means that all animals and plants all die on planet earth in the ocean and on land yeah that's ridiculous yeah so like it doesn't matter whether it's carbon monoxide or carbon dioxide or whatever it's carbon and the plants fucking eat it yeah and if you look um Like, one volcano produces more carbon than, like, all humans do in, like, 150 years or some shit like that. I don't know if those dates are exactly right, but it's a ridiculous amount of time. Well, now they want to carbon tax you by, like, the mile or by the gallon. Yeah. They want to do a carbon tax credit. They want to do both. Both. Yeah. And they they don't want you to drive a car anymore, which I'm all about getting rid of fossil fuel. If you can unlock your archives at the National Institute for all the free energy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Unlock your 5,000 fucking documents of patented free energy and let's get rid of the fossil fuel and then we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. But you don't do that because you don't want free energy because as soon as we have free energy, you guys are no longer in power. You're in control. You're, yeah. yeah. No. As soon as we have free energy and you can have free energy yeah. anywhere in the world by harnessing energy out of the ether, then... You don't control our electricity. You don't control our fucking water. You don't control nothing anymore. We will grow all of our own crops and we'll have all our own irrigation. Yeah. And we will have, uh, you can't control us. But as long as we pay for Thomas Edison's fucking DC electrical grid. Yeah. We will continue to be a slave. Yeah. Forever. And they don't do that. So I, my my thing is, is like electric vehicle isn't going to work. That's not the solution. Um, your wind and solar isn't going to work. That's not the solution. You guys are retarded for even trying to tell us that we know that you guys have free energy in there. Yeah. So oil is the best up until yeah, you unlock that fucking archive. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have our technology, our wind technology and solar technology (laughs) doesn't, doesn't hold up to what, you know, what the demand is in this country at all. No. And yet, you have governors of states, I think California and Washington too, that want <clears throat> to ban all new car sales by 2030, 2035. I think 2035 in California, 2030 in Washington. Something like that. You know, because James Lee had to beat out fucking Newsom, Newsom. in California, mm-hmm. you know, to be the first to the poll. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, I mean, California already experiences brownouts and stuff, and they only have, I think their total, I think it's 2%. Of, of all the vehicles in California are electric. Well, what the fuck are you going to do when it's even 30%? Yeah. And you're having brownouts and you haven't done anything to your fucking in- infrastructure to improve anything as far as power output goes, which would cost 
trillions of fucking dollars to to do. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't fucking care. They don't care that it's a it's a suicide mission. That's what they want is a fucking suicide mission. I, I mean, in in my opinion, anyway. Yeah. They want it to fucking crash mm-hmm. because when it fucking crashes, they can just fucking step right in from behind and take over everything that they want to do. And that's part I I always say. I learned this from one of my books where it's called problem reaction solution. Yeah. They create a problem or a natural problem happens. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. whether it happened naturally or, or, or artificially intentionally. Then the populace has a certain reaction and then they step in with a solution. Yep. And they do it every fucking time. Yep. Every goddamn time. Yep. And it, and it works. Yeah. I don't know if you, did you listen to Greg's last podcast or maybe it was two podcasts ago when he, I don't know. It was with me and Toby. No, I haven't listened to that one. Okay. He talked about last time he was at the airport and he's like, I'm coming home and I'm going through fucking customs. He was in Mexico and he's like, there's this girl in front of me and he's like, I pay for the, like the fast pass or whatever where yeah. he can go in the other line. Not for security. Uh huh. Security. He goes, so <laughs> the fucking dude behind there, and we all know how TSA people are, <clears throat> just, they are the epitome of just trash to me. Yeah. I guess everyone's getting flagged. So Greg's like, this motherfucker, you know, because he's carrying, I think he's carrying guns. I don't remember what he was, maybe he's guns and geese or something. Regardless, the girl in front of him gets flagged. And he wants to go through her shit. And he pulls out this tin <clears throat> of, like, herbs, but it's in a vacuum-sealed bag. And he says, uh, what is this? And the girl goes, it's tea. I went to India, and that's a gift that I'm buying for my, or that I purchased for my friend to bring back home. And he goes, um, yeah, we're going to have to test it. And she's like, okay, it's in a vacuum-sealed bag. Like, I don't know if you know this, but when you undo a vacuum-sealed bag, you're probably not going to get it back in the fucking tin box, and it's a gift. He goes, yeah, well, it could be, you know, whatever. (laughs) So he fucking cuts it open and dumps it on the table. And she's like, uh, that's a fucking gift that I got from India, and I'm coming back to America to bring to a friend. Yeah. He starts testing it. The boyfriend, I guess she had a boyfriend, goes... At what point is this theft? And he goes, I don't know if you guys remember something. How old are you? And I guess the girl was like, I don't know, 26 or something. He goes, yeah, you're probably too young to remember a little thing called 9-11. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, bro, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it's 2022, and you yeah. still believe that story? Yeah. Is <clears throat> that 13 fucking jihads hijacked? Yeah. A goddamn airplane with some box cutters. Yeah. And the but knocked down two whole, three buildings. Yeah. One of them fell down, didn't even have a fucking plane hit it. Yeah. Like, that's how well the indoctrination works. Yeah. Is 30 years later. Yeah. Or 20, 20 years later. 20, yeah. You're still doing this. You're cutting shit. fucking chicks' bags open yeah. of gifts from a different country that yeah. she bought for a friend yeah. and dumping out tea. Yeah. I mean, you should have some discretion, right? Yeah. Is this girl look like a fucking drug addict? Yeah. It's a bag of fucking tea. Yeah. Does it look like, you know, it's just like Jesus yeah. Christ, man. Have some discernment. Once you hear the girl's story and it's lining up and she's there with her fucking boyfriend, you can see on her passport, these are the countries she's been to. Yeah. Don't you think you'd be like, hey, you're good to go. Yeah. 
Well, that you know that that's the thing too. <clears throat> Russia was always, I, you know, and I never experienced that where I lived, but you know, Russia was the boogeyman for fucking decades. You know, I mean, it was it was all the drills and shit they did down here in schools. You know, hide under your fucking desk and like that's going to save you from a nuclear holocaust somehow magically. They got beyond Russia and it it went to terrorism. Now all of a sudden, terrorism doesn't have a face anymore. It doesn't have, you can't pinpoint exactly what it is. So it's movable yeah. and they can move it into whatever program they want to move it into, which, you know, is, is through the, the airport security and shit like that amongst myriad of other things with, with uh, the uh, MDAA act being able to label somebody a terrorist and detain them indefinitely without any fucking legal representation or anything. And then you take it, to a higher level, what I think <clears throat> is with the virus, virus, you know, in quotations, <clears throat> in 2019, now you have, you know, terrorism is kind of an invisible enemy. The virus is even more of an invisible energy because it, it, entity, sorry, because it, you can't see it, yeah. you know, but, <clears throat> but when they, when they lay down, uh, you know, policies like everybody's got to wear a mask or they're going to die. Now you can see everybody out in real world with a mask on that are supposedly trying to hide from some invisible virus. You know, I mean, it just goes, it goes on and on and on and they just keep ramping it up. It went from nine 11, you know, which to me was a complete fucking inside job, Yeah, you know, and made, made terrorism a, a big fucking boogeyman, yeah. you know, and we all got to fucking watch out for terrorists, whoever the fuck those people are. Yeah. You know, they can't fucking label them. They, they sh they'll show you pictures of who they want to show you as yeah. a fucking terrorist. But you know, do you believe it or not? I, I don't, don't know. It worked to go in there for 20 years for and 20 fight wars years. and, and, yeah. um, and then end up at the end of it, yeah. leaving them what, however many billions of yeah. dollars and, and shit. probably fucked up millions of people's lives. And they fucked up tons of our veterans lives, dude. And, I don't know if you've ever seen this. Have you ever looked at like pictures of the Middle East, Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan in like the seventies? No, dude, it's beautiful. It's all like lush. Like I would go there uh -huh. as a vacation spot. You look at it now and it's rubble and dust. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, dude, we fucking in 20 years or since 19, whenever we went there, the first war, I don't know. I'm not super up to date on the, the previous wars, but the Around Gulf war 2001. Yeah, well, I know that, but two thousand two, I think, when we went over there. But I'm saying even the first Gulf War with yes. Bush Senior. Oh, okay, yeah. right? Yeah, we're going over there and we're just fucking shit up. Yeah, for what? Well, they say it's for freedom, right? Yeah. Okay, and like Greg says, right? He says, so I went over there and fought for freedom for 17 years on the other side of the world, and to come back and have tell me that I can't run my fucking business. Yeah. I can't go in my local grocery store if I don't wear a fucking yarmulke on my yeah, face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck you guys. Yeah. So, I don't know. There's uh What, what? Have you seen anything on the line recently? Do you remember the line? That thing in, in uh, the Middle East they're building? To put all I, the people I have in? Not, I, have not, I have not looked into it until, you know, since you showed me. Well, I, I guess I can't say that, but I, I have seen a little bit since then. But, yes, the it's like... They've started construction. 400 miles. Yeah. Yeah, they they're absolutely. working on it. Yeah. And it's like, hey, guys, uh, the fact that they're actually building this yeah. 
it's not just talk or in the future. Like they're yeah. right now, as we speak, they probably have crews running 24 hour shifts. Yeah. Trying to build this 170 kilometer building. That's a mirror in the middle of the fucking de- desert. Yeah. To hold people. Yeah. Do you, do you know what life's going to be like in there? They're going to sell you like it's the fucking best thing on planet well, they Earth. They sell you on convenience and security. Yeah. Yeah, it's always safety. disguised under convenience and security. Yeah, and safety. Safety. Yeah, yeah. It all comes down to safety. And it's like, oh, fuck your safety. I'm going out to the wild, and I'll risk being eaten by a grizzly bear. Yeah. I'm good with you guys telling me how to live my life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have anything else to say? We're coming up on uh, two hours. No, it's been two hours already. Wow. Yeah. 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 Been two hours. Okay. You have a, if anyone has any questions, you have any way to get a hold of you or do you want to keep that on confidential? I think I'll just keep it confidential. Okay. Yeah. Sorry guys. Uh, if you have questions, you can get a hold of me and I'll ask if not, well, keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, you guys can always reach me at, uh, Tyler Stanaway on Instagram. You can find me Tyler Stanaway on Facebook. You can email me at Stanaway Roots and Ravens at gmail me or gmail.com. And yeah, we'll see you next week for another episode. Later, guys. <laughs>